0: Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911.
1: Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two man car. This is the month of July dedicated to the precious blood of Jesus the The feast of the precious blood of Jesus was instituted in 1849 by Pope Pius IX, but uh, the devotion to the precious blood of Jesus, boy, that's as old as Christianity itself. It comes right from the cross of Calvary. Also, today's the feast of Saint Charbel Maklouf. Saint Charbel pray for us. He's known as the he's a Lebanese saint, and he's known as the Saint Padre Pio of the East. So he's a good uh, a good saint to call on for any type of uh you know any type of aid assistance what, what Saint Padre Pio is to the west Saint Charbel is to the east Eddie a lot to talk about today a couple of topics uh, very very pressing topics uh we want to talk about over the week and I participated or last week over in Washington DC so we want to I want to talk about that a little bit uh it was a, a, a rally and a and a press conference that we had uh, trying to uh, trying to tell our spiritual fathers The U.S. bishops That they have to disconnect From the Democrat party And all the money coming into them We're also going to be talking about um, There is a, a Nobel Prize uh, A Nobel laureate uh, scientist saying There is no climate crisis Threatening the planet So we'll also talk about that And also something very interesting The final thing we'll talk about Is that there's a lot of young people That are uh, 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 that are leaving the Democrat Party uh, and less, less and less young people are identifying themselves as Democrats. Uh, I think that's a good sign. Uh, what say you?
2: Yeah, I, I agree, Jess. You know, there's a, there's something to be said that, but before we jump to any conclusions and think they're coming over to the conservative yeah, side, we've got to talk about it a little bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's true, that's true. Well, let's talk about uh, this uh, coalition I, I participated in. I led the prayers in front of the USCCB And it was a coalition of a lot of Catholic apostolates, and we we came together and were calling the press to put a spotlight on certain things. So, this is a well written article by Catherine Salgado. She was there. Uh, I think she was, uh, I think, what what organization does she represent? She represented uh, Media Research Center. Very, very, uh, uh, they're allies in the culture wars. So, there's a new coalition of a dozen conservative religious organizations trying to defund taxpayer dollars from the religious leaders who are little more than leftist political activists. And uh, I went representing VMPR, so I went representing everybody from here. Americans shouldn't have to find harmful Democrat politicking from those who ought to be focused on spiritual work, in other words, our bishops. So the Deposit of Faith Coalition, that's what we called ourselves, we held a press conference on July 20th in Washington, D.C., To discuss just how many Christian leaders, especially Catholic bishops, have turned into leftist hacks. The coalition uh, proposes just three ways of defunding this politicking. So here's what we're proposing. uh, All the coalition of Catholic apostolates and uh, we were telling the, the, uh, the press. This is what we are asking them. Number one. To stop congressional appropriations committees from granting the USCCB, granting them contracts. Number two, forcing the churches, specifically our church, the Catholic Church, the U.S. bishops, to publish their tax filings, the 990 forms, by amending the IRS code. Because right now the U.S. bishop does not have to, they don't have to itemize anything that they receive. For example, they get $67 million last year for immigration and refugee services. Uh, Eddie, all they do is put one line on the website. All all that says is received $67 million for refugees and immigration services. And that's it. You and I, if you and me were running a nonprofit, we would have to itemize everything and say, I paid Eddie Chavez this salary. I paid Jess Romero this salary. I paid this much for uh, business meals. I paid this much for Ubers, et cetera. U.S. bishops, they get a pass on all that. That's wrong. And the third thing, that we we're asking is that is to cancel the tax exempt status outright for for blatant partisan politicking. In other words, we're saying, why are the U.S. bishops? Why do they have tax exempt status, the U.S. CCB, if they're basically politicking for the left? So those are the three things that we're demanding. We'll see where it goes from here. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop pressing these issues, by the way, these uh these uh, dozen Catholic apostolates comments Eddie.
2: Yeah, you know, just that's a great way to do this. I think it's very important that we continue with these three items because, you know, let's let's be honest. We, you know, there's a lot of hiding that can take place when you don't uh, itemize your tax filings, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of hiding. There's a lot of of uh, of underhanded stuff that can go on, and let's just let's just eliminate all that. Uh, come to the top and and be uh, totally transparent. Let's see how that works for the for the Catholic uh, the U.S.S. Uh, U.S.C.C.B. That's
1: Eddie. All we want is for our spiritual fathers, the bishops, to yeah. play by the same rules that all of us play by. That's it. We're we're not asking anything out of the ordinary. All of us have to play by these rules based on the IRS and you know we're uh, you know they're always telling us you know don't be as a Catholic don't be blatantly partisan if you're part of the Knights of Columbus or this that and the other. We're asking them to
2: play by the same rules. Eddie, you want to pick up the next paragraph? <clears throat> yeah, sure, Jess. It says, at the press conference, church militants Michael Voris insisted that the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB, is a political, not a spiritual organization, despite its church veneer, and that many of its pronouncements are political op- opinions, not binding pronouncements of faith. Makes sense to me. Yeah, It says... Uh, that's that's like saying a bunch of Catholics started a baseball team, and somehow the baseball team is Catholic. It yeah. uh, has nothing to do with it, he said. It's a political lobbying arm here in the States, and that's all it engages in. It does not uh, express anything about the faith. It has no binding authority when it comes to the faith. Yeah. Very interesting. Pick it up. It says, Continue. Yeah, it says, uh, uh, Epoch Times contributor uh, and climate realist uh, Trevor Luden uh, called out the United States bishops for supporting the climate hoax, explaining how it is antith- antithetical to the, to the biblical command, uh, specifically in Genesis 1.28, to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Uh, instead of teaching Christians that it is their duty to run uh, to rule, populate, and take care of the earth. Leftist religious leaders support the leftist contention that humans are a sort of parasite that needs to be uh, that needs to stop procreating and inhabit a small uh, as, as small an area of the earth as possible. It says if you follow the Bible correctly, you'll see that there is unlimited potential in this world because we are creative beings that can solve any problem if we have the liberty to do so. Ludin said, emphasizing that resources are not a finite amount or a zero-sum game, and that is uh, the key point: the liberty to do so. That's why America is great, because America was founded on biblical principles. Uh, Russia had a more natu- had more natural, way more natural resources than America did, but it had a communist system. Where there were no property rights, so the the, the, the citizens lost the property rights. Just he added, the Christian view brings prosperity, brings freedom, and brings uh, brings prosperity. And the Catholic bishops are now standing directly in opposition to that view. Look
1: at, look at this next paragraph. This is going to blow your mind. And I was it's there. A, I saw I, I, yes. I saw Trevor Loden speak. He was a, he's an expert on on, uh, on uh, climate change. He says, indeed, according to Trevor Loden, By lobbying to pour money into green, and the U.S. bishops are doing this, by the way. They're lobbying to pour money into green electric vehicles and other climate initiatives. Bishops are actually lobbying to drain money from the military and other necessary government areas. While America's enemies rely on dependable fossil fuels, (laughs) America's bishops want the U.S. to waste money on highly unreliable green options. That's a national security risk Loud and emphasized, Eddie. With all due respect, our bishops have—they no, have no say in this matter. Our bishops are supposed to be teaching us how to get to heaven. Our, our bishops are supposed to be teaching us how to become holy and live in a state of grace. Why are they getting into the climate debate? They're not scientists. It's, they're outside their lane of authority.
2: Jesse, you know what? This- you're right. This has nothing to do with 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 teaching Catholicism. Us faith. Nothing at all. Just look. I, I I preferred the old way where priests essentially stayed out of politics, right? Yeah. That's the tradi- the traditional way of doing stuff. Yeah. You stay out of politics, that way you're neither right or left. You're just you're just teaching people how to get to heaven. Yes. But this 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 whole thing is is it just stinks of high stinks of high heaven just. Yes. It's yes. it's something that's being done that's that's pro-Democrat. Now, you know, if 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 there was if it was tempered in a way that you could, you know, have both uh, positions uh, be uh, plausible, that's fine. But the reality just is that it's a totally Democrat, and it's got to be done away with. And I think uh, this was—you guys did the perfect thing to to try to get these uh, these three things that were proposed, get them done, and let's be uh, transparent. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Look at the next paragraph, Professor
1: William Wagner, president of the Great Lakes Justice Center, highlighted how leftist church leaders also facilitate the attack on free speech. Freedom of religion and freedom of uh, and and free speech were enshrined on the Constitution. But now Democrats are attacking those First Amendment rights and enforcing their own dogmas. And here's the problem, Eddie, is that Professor William Wagner says that the bishops are silent about this. The, The bishops are seeing what's happening in Michigan right now. They want to enshrine hate speech and you see no pushback from the bishops. That's a problem. Here's where the bishops need to stand up thunderously like that lion right behind you and roar like a lion, and they're not doing it.
2: Yeah, Jess, you know what? And that, that's the whole issue, is that that's, it clearly is a democratic push here, and that's what we have to stop. Like, the, 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 the bishops can't be totally on one side, and like you have said before, Jess, you know, most of the bishops are are, are registered uh, registered Democrats, and, yeah. th- and this that's... that's it shines of impropriety. we got to get rid of it.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus 911. We'll continue talking about uh, the fact that we want the, our bishops to become disentangled, disconnected from the Democrat Party. That's all we're asking. We'll be right back.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 888- 526-2151. six two one five one.
1: We're talking about um, is uh, are our U.S. bishops acting like Christians or like communists? A good article written by Christina Salgado. She was there at the press conference, uh, and she she got it right. She says the Catholic Coalition aims to defund. That's what we're trying to do. The NPR we're part of it. We're aiming to defund taxpayer dollars from left from partisan leftist churches. I'll pick up where we left off. Professor William Wagner said the following. He's a constitutional professor, by the way, he says. And so the free speech, the free exercise of religious content and the freedom of speech is a constitutional rule of law in this nation that serves as a limitation and a limit on the exercise of government power. Professor Wagner said many problems exist with hate speech laws, but perhaps the most troubling, the most troubling are the provisions that unconstitutionally make citizens criminally punishable for their ideas and for their viewpoints. Yeah, just ask the Protestant pastor from Canada that's been arrested half a dozen times. He knows about, you know, quote-unquote hate speech laws. Eddie, you want to pick it up there? next?
2: Sure, Justin. Sweden, in Sweden, Christians have been jailed for preaching about biblical principle, uh, teachings on sexuality, and Christians have been persecuted for the same reason in the United States, Wagner noted, not to mention the new hate speech law in Michigan that could lead to strangling uh, free speech and vocal Christianity, but the Michigan bishops have been silent about this very real threat. See, that's that troubles you Eddie. Prof- yeah. the
1: professor told us. He told us he, at, at the press conference. He said the Michigan bishops were there uh, when this was being proposed. They were there in, 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 in their part of the uh, at the legislative hearings. And he goes, and your Michigan Catholic bishops were silent when this was being proposed on the floor. Si- the Bishop Vignard should have stood up thunderously like a lion and said, we denounce this. No Catholic's going to follow it. I'm going to marshal all my Catholics in this state. And we're going to oppose this and we're going to vote you out of office. Eddie, he was silent.
2: That's a crime, Jess. That's a crime. The article goes on, This is Alliance for a Safe Texas... Founder and president, Sheena Rodriguez, called out Catholic charitable organizations uh, and NGOs, non-governmental organizations, that facilitate the crisis of human trafficking and sexual exploitation among migrants heading toward the U.S. Jess, is a big topic, human trafficking. That's right. we talking here. It says, what if I told you that there are non-governmental organizations or NGOs that facilitate a profit from a, uh, from a process using taxpayer money, which places fellow human beings, including children, in vulnerable situations where there is a high probability that they will be taken advantage of by vicious cartel and transnational organizations, Rodriguez said. That is just what's happening.
1: Wow. Wow. She, after all, uh, yeah, this is Sheena Rodriguez. I met her. She's from Texas. She's an expert on the, on the border issue. She said, <clears throat> after all, NGOs non-governmental organizations she says ca- this is embarrassing catholic charities and dioceses get millions and millions of dollars in taxpayer funding to help the migrants as rodriguez explained it the way the funding works these groups are actually incentivized to bring in to bring in and process more illegal immigrants rodriguez said the conference of catholic bishops lobbied for a total of nearly Eddie, put on your seatbelt, don't fall off your chair. Of nearly $30 billion in appropriations of American taxpayer dollars just for fiscal year 2024, related, of course, to addressing the rising costs of immigration in the U.S. Eddie, this, it, this makes the U.S. bishops the ultra boys of, the, of this satanic priest, the Democrat Party. That's what they are. this That's the relationship we have. The Democrat Party are the satanic priests, and the U.S. bishops are their acolytes. Sheena Rodriguez writes, and I saw, I saw her speak live as well. She said, Catholic groups <clears throat> shut schools and churches and reportedly turned, turned the homeless out of shelters during COVID-19, but continued to assist illegal immigrants. Even as large... It, <laughs> Even if large numbers of unaccompanied minors are trafficked to, to sponsors, they don't know. Catholic groups argued <clears throat> to, uh, to end DNA testing to verify family units. One Catholic affiliate group was reported reportedly handing out rape kits with condoms and abortion pills in defiance of Catholic teachings, as it helps the sexual exploitation according to Rodriguez. Don't believe the sob stories about asylum seekers either. a uh, DH Department of Homeland Security reportedly found less than two percent of asylum claims are were credible in two thousand twenty one. Eddie, I can see you're disgusted with this.
2: <laughs> Jess, you know it, it it does disgust me because what they're doing is, first of all, why why call it a Catholic group? These yes, Catholic exactly. groups are arguing their DNA, you know, to stop DNA testing to verify family units. I would think that that's part of what that thirty billion dollars goes toward, right? To to verify family units are being taken care of in this country, that they don't get separated. That's the opposite of what's happening here, Jess. So I, I think that um uh, that that we absolutely have to keep going in this, Jess. I hope you c- uh, continue to represent VMPR there, so to get it done because this is uh, this is wrong all the way. Either way, it's a wrong uh, deal. And the head of this thing is a Catholic by the name of Biden.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And and Eddie, I'll tell you something that shocked me. was when Sheena Rodriguez, the expert on immigration from Texas, she said, did you guys know, she told the audience a press conference, she goes, did you guys know that the USCCB through Catholic Charities receives more money from the federal government than Planned Parenthood? No, that's... So the federal government gives the USCCB more money than... I thought Planned Parenthood was the biggest the, the biggest recipient of, of federal dollars. No, it's the USCCB. I, I, I was corrected last week.
2: Go ahead and yes, pick that, it up. That's and... shameful. That's yeah, totally yeah. shameful. We, I mean, well, we're going to keep be... exposing them, Ed. Yeah, we're uh, gonna keep yeah, exposing. Are we supposed to be proud of these guys. Are we supposed to be proud of what they're doing mm-hmm. for us?
1: No, this is a disgrace. Yes. Yeah. And if your dad comes home drunk and, and slaps around your mom and drops the F-bomb and sits down and watch pornography on the television, you, as a son, once you reach the age of majority, you have an obligation to tell him something. Well, guess what, Eddie? We're all adults. We've reached the age of majority. We have the obligation, the responsibility to tell our spiritual fathers, quit being acolytes for the Democrat Party. Knock it off. Disentangle yourself from these federal dollars because they're buying your silence. That's exactly what's happening.
2: Yeah, Jess, I agree. There's there's no way out of this for them, Jess. They they're gonna have to I mean, what are they gonna do now? You know, we, we saw how certain bishops kind of ducked out for the for the uh the rally at Dodger Stadium and didn't want to participate in that. But you know what, Jess? This they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do something. They they can't just let it go away because if it goes away, that's their cash cow. And so they have to take care of it in certain ways. So let's see what happens. Let's see how they handle this. That's right. Go ahead and pick it up from there, Eddie. Yeah, it says, as a Catholic, I can testify to some of this political partisanship, uh, so wholly unrelated to the faith, in my own experience. My sister once researched Catholic Relief Services, we're all familiar with CRS, and found it uh, was engaging in activities contrary to Catholic doctrine, but compatible with leftist ideology. When she notified our bishop, who has since retired, the bishop refused even to consider the research. Mm. I know I also know of a priest who received a series of complaints because he always prayed both for immigrants and for those law enforcement officers who tried to guard the border. He was being criticized as a Catholic priest for praying for border patrol. So, Jess, here you have a, a guy that's trying to cover all the bases. He's gonna pray for the for the immigrants as well as law enforcement <laughs> officers. But what do you you know, what do you do? You I mean, give me a break. You're praying for the for both teams there, both sides of the fence. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so since finally at my largely conservative Catholic college, I was the only person in my political science class, including the professor, who was interested in even looking at the sobering realities of illegal immigration, both for uh, migrants and for Americans. The bishops declared that immigration was a right, I was told. I was saying the bishops were wrong. Yeah, uh, immigration— uh, it
1: is done properly, following the, the the laws of the of the land, following the rules, following the protocol. Uh, yeah, get in line and, uh, and 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 wait your turn. It isn't a right for you to come here illegally and break the country's laws. You just got to read paragraph twenty two forty one of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It lays it all out there: the obligations of somebody coming into a host country. It says emphatically, yes. But that's the core of the issue. Many Catholics misunderstand the Catholic teaching of infallibility and magisterium. They don't understand that a bishop or the pope must meet certain <clears throat> external requirements from canon law before what he says can be considered a matter of faith. In other words, yeah, these these bishops are just giving their opinion. This is not Catholic teaching. There's a personal private opinion which contradicts the catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2241. For the last paragraph. In other words, just because the bishops said it doesn't make it true. Just because the bishop said it doesn't make it true. That goes for other Christian leaders as well. And the terrible danger of having so many bishops and pastors who are not spiritual leaders, here it is, but Democrat political activists is that they trick millions of well-intentioned Christians into believing that, that pernicious leftist policies are integral teachings of the Christian faith. That's precisely why these political hack bishops and pastors must be defunded, and we will continue on this uh, mission, this coalition of apostles, including VMPR. Uh, and, and we'll keep shining a spotlight on this. Eddie, there was also one more speaker. His name was uh, Zoe Warren. He was a filmmaker. He also discussed how bishops and some religious leaders are supporting the Democrats' efforts to undermine Second Amendment rights. You've had a couple of cardinals last week that ta- said Catholics, uh, it'd be a good thing for us to give up our weapons. And so once again, the bishops are entering into an arena that they have no authority over and no expertise on comments. Uh,
2: You know, they're, they're trying to speak ex Catholic, just trying to, they're trying to say how, (laughs) how uh, top of the line they are, but it doesn't, it doesn't apply to that. They don't have any authority with, it doesn't come with faith and morals. So, I mean, you, this is like you said, it's their personal opinions. We're not interested in their personal opinions. Just we're interested in the things that could get us to heaven, get our spouses to heaven. And that is not what they're showing us. That's right. And, uh, it's funny, there's even,
1: a, <clears throat> I even looked it up, well, there's a patron saint, the Catholic Church has a patron saint of shooters, his name is, I think, Saint Passanti, patron saint of shooters, uh, so, uh, yeah, the and, and, and also, I think, something like one-third of everybody, uh, of, the, of the, in the four branches of the military, one-third of the military, they're all wearing Catholic, Roman Catholic dog tags, uh, so, once again, I mean, are they, should they uh, put down their weapons because they're Catholics? Uh you know, uh, what about every, any Catholic policemen? Uh, faithful Catholic cops out there. And there's there's thousands of them. Should they, uh, you know, be the only ones that, that, that go on duty without a gun? You know, let, let the Protestants and secular cops have a gun. But I'm a Catholic because the bishops say I can't have a gun. This is crazy, Eddie. As Catholics, we are allowed to defend ourselves. Paragraph 2263 of the Catechism. The doctrine of self-defense is clearly delineated as a Catholic teaching. And these bishops are speaking... Uh, they're, they're, they're saying things, their private opinion, which clashes with Catholic teaching.
2: Jess, these guys are magicians. They're, they're trying to, to, to obscure what the real faith teaches. And so when they do this stuff, they, they, they're gonna have a price to pay for this, Jess. This is part of their, their whole uh, makeup is they're their, their lying. And so guess what, you know what? Uh, we don't take well to liars, whether they be Catholic bishops Or Joe, you know Joe down the 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 street. So uh, that's what we have to do, just we have to call them out for what it is. And uh, you know what? We're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna donate to anything. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Hold your money,
1: Catholics from the USCCB We'll be right back. Stick around. We're gonna talk about climate hoax up next. Climate hoax.
0: Now, back to Jesus nine one one. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. Soul
1: Patrol, Jesus 911. The Lord God, and he said, uh, you know, he said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it in Genesis 1 So when you look at that command, God didn't say, be fruitful and multiply, but only until the year 2000, because then the world is going to get so hot. It's not going to be able to sustain human life. It's not going to be able to sustain the plants. And it's not going to be able to sustain all the, uh, the, the uh, animals in the ocean. And so we're going to have to stop being fruitful and multiply in the year 2000 because of global warming. That's not what God said. That's a man-made construct, Eddie. And that's what we want to talk about in this topic, in this segment.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Jess. This is a Nobel winner in science, Dr. John uh, Klauser, Is it Clauser? Yeah. Uh, there, there is no climate. Uh, There's no climate crisis threatening the planet, is what he says. It says this, Dr. John Clauser, no uh, Nobel laureate in physics, uh, John Clauser la- lashed out at the science heretics who continue to push global warming and who threaten the well-being of billions of people, and that that's going to include uh, uh, AOC and Tlaib and all the rest. It says, Klauser criticized the prevalent climate models as being unreliable and not accounting for the dramatic temperature stabilizing feedback of the clouds, which he says is more than 50 times as powerful as the radiative forcing effect of CO2. That's the CO2 emissions that everybody's talking about. He says, uh, yeah, he says there's no climate threatening the planet Dr. Patrick Moore, uh, a co-founder of Greenpeace, retweeted Dr. Klaus's recent uh, uh, statements this week. Dr. John Clauser, joint recipient of the 2022 Nobel Prize in Physics, has criticized the. So he's no,
1: he's no Eddie. He's no lightweight. Okay, he's he's a Nobel laureate scientist. He he's a heavyweight. This guy that that we're quoting here. Okay, that's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got the he's got the prize there. So let's let's give him his due right. Um, has criticized the climate emergency narrative calling it a dangerous corruption of science that threatens the world's economy and the well-being of billions of people. Along with two others, Dr. Klauser, an experimental and theoretical uh, physicist, was a 2022 recipient of a Nobel Prize for work done in the 70s that showed quantum entanglement allowed particles such as photons effectively to interact at great distances, seemingly to require communication exceeding the speed of light.
1: So, so this guy's like the smartest guy in the room when he walks in, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wherever he walks in, Eddie, he's the smartest guy in the room when it comes to science. So, yeah, we should probably listen to what he says.
2: Yeah, no, no question there. Yes. Yeah.
1: Can go ahead, f- pick pick it up. Finish up the article, and then I'm. Yeah, I got yeah. some comments.
2: He has criticized the awarding of the 2021 Nobel Prize for work in the development of computer models predicting global warming, Global warming, according to a coalition of scientists and commentators who argue that an informed discussion about CO2 would recognize its importance in sustaining plant life. So he's
1: criticizing it. He's criticizing this. Yeah,
2: exactly. Why? Because they're not getting the the, the, uh, AI. They're not feeding information on both sides to them. There you
1: go. There you go. They're feeding AI what they want AI to say at the end. (laughs)
2: Exactly. In a statement issued by the CO2 Coalition, Nobel laureate John Clauser elected to CO2 Coalition Board of Directors. CO2 coalition, Dr. Klauser, said that there is no climate crisis and that increasing CO2 concentrations will benefit the world, Yes, <laughs> I mean, that's the opposite of what we're hearing, right? <laughs> Absolutely it is. He yeah. Criticized the, he criticized the prevalent climate models as being unreliable and not accounting for the dramatic temperature stabilizing feedback of the clouds, which he says is more than 50 times as powerful as a radiative forcing effect of CO2. Just that's the opposite of what we're hearing. We're here. We've got to cut down our CO2 emissions because it's going to, you know, uh, the world's going to come to an end in 12 years. Yeah, uh, yeah Eddie, this, uh, this guy
1: basically called all the, 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 called the whole climate close. He called them heretics. <laughs> he called them heretics. And, and here's what's sad, Eddie, is that the liberals in the United Nations, and even right now in the Vatican, right now, uh they're behind this they're uh in fact the liberals they they kind of changed the name at first it was called global warming and then they said okay that's not working uh and then they started moving towards climate change but now the the term that they use more they say sustainable development but it's the same thing they're just every 10 years they try a different word to see which one's going to catch with the audience because nothing's catching any because a lot of us have common sense you know the, the the gift of the Holy Spirit that gives us discernment and we know we know when we're being filled a bunch of bunk in other words every Catholic Christian when you live in a state of grace and and uh, and, and and you live uh, you know and if you have a prayer life and a relationship with God and the Holy Spirit has given us a built-in BS meter and we know when we're hearing BS, Eddie, the
2: antennas go up. Jess, you know, it's funny. I often think when we talk about this topic, uh, how, how long have we had official records being kept of warming or cooling in the last 100 years, 150 years? Can, imagine that drop of time, 150 years, compared to all of creation just since the beginning. We have a very small piece of the picture when it comes to being, being able to predict uh, what's coming so um i i'm I, this this guy clauser is is my hero he's, yeah. <laughs> he's basically telling everybody liar liar pants on fire that's not true and you know what just i i'm inclined to believe him <laughs> eddie uh he's got some
1: heavy credentials
2: number one and number two he's he's basically saying the king
1: has no clothes he goes they're lying to all you guys he's showing us the wizard of oz he's drawing back the curtain he goes there's a the liar right there here's the issue for us as catholics Let's not 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 forget Climate change or global warning, whatever you want to call it, sustainable development, it has nothing to do with Catholic teaching, okay? And 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 by the way, it's still being hotly debated by scientists. So this is not settled science. And I'm inclined to believe people like Dr. Clowdger, this Nobel laureate, by the way. So I say this because bishops or even the Holy Father, the Pope, their opinion on climate change is not an issue on faith and morals. Their opinion on climate change has nothing to do with fundamental Catholic teaching. Why? Because climatology is not Catholic theology. So no Catholic is bound to believe anything outside of faith and morals, no matter which bishop says this when they start making statements about climatology. And I'll prove it to you. Rest in peace. One of the great cardinals who just passed away I know he went to his eternal reward. He was a great man who was persecuted. Cardinal George Pell from Australia. Um, he said back in 2015, because back in 2015, uh, Pope Francis wrote an encyclical on the environment, and 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 he was and he was alluding to sustainable development. And so, George Cardinal Pell came out shortly after that, and he said, "I remind you, Catholics." The church, the Vatican, they are not experts on science. So he spoke out thunderously. He's basically saying the encyclical on the environment by Pope Francis. He's not an expert on these matters. Okay. He's so, uh, 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 so he just, he just, and it was funny right after that, he he got, they brought up some charges on him. He ended up in jail for a few years. Remember that?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because, you yeah. Know, I can't, I can't believe how some of the bishops and even the pope reach out a little bit further to try to get some of this stuff done. Look, how can we plan for the future? How can we spend billions of dollars? I'm just asking people to just ponder this a little bit. How can this country spend billions of dollars the plan for electric vehicles in, in the near future, by, they give it a deadline. California has given it, I think, 2035. has got to be all electric. How can that be part of it? If we don't even have the entire picture here, if they haven't even settled the argument. You know, Jesse, all you do is got to follow the money. You follow the money. You find you who's go. getting this cash, and that's where it is. That That's the answer. It gives you the answer. So, um, yeah, you know what? Not so much. We ought to fight this one too, Jess.
1: Eddie, you know what? You said something very very prescient. St. Paul says it, the love of money is the root of all evil. All these topics that we're bringing up, all of these, ultimately, it goes back to the almighty dollar. People just have this hunger for money. They want more and more of it. And they know where to get this free money. They just have to say the right things. And and that's exactly what we see going on here. I'll tell you the only global warming that we as Catholics should be concerned with, that's when Jesus comes back. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> there's gonna be global warming upon all of planet earth. Fire's gonna fall from heaven. St. Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 3, Jesus is gonna melt with fire the entire earth. Yeah, global warming's coming. It's called the second coming of Christ. And the only point I want to make is are Catholics, are you ready? That's the only thing that's gonna matter. Are you in a state of grace? Because if you're not in a state of grace, boy oh boy, you will descend into a place called hell where there will be perpetual global warming forever and ever and so the only thing that matters is living and dying in the state of grace so we make sure that we don't end up in that abyss called hell where there's perpetual global warming because there will be global warming for 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 a short time it's called the second coming of christ a key to Japan, fire will fall from heaven. Second Peter chapter 3, the Lord God will dissolve and melt the earth with fire. That's the only thing, that Eddie, that I need to concern myself with, the global warming of the soul. Who cares about the body? The body's going to die anyway.
2: That's true, Jess. You're, you're absolutely right, of course, on these things. But, uh, yeah, you know, how can we be concerned with that, Jess, when we have our, our faith leaders leading us to this stuff, which we know is bunk, we, it's total bunk, and yet we are supposed to look at them with with respect. Yes, I know it has to be done, but that's becoming more and more difficult just as time goes on. Here, you know, more and more difficult to see these these leaders with respect, and 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 uh, it's just too bad that that they're part of the problem.
1: Yeah, Eddie, in my in my take, this whole global warming, climate change, this is all man centered. This is all Marxism. This is this is. This is anthropocentric. This is man-centered ideology. To me, it's a lot of talk of smoke and mirrors. It's meant to advance phony science. It's meant to keep cranking out a lot billions of dollars to all these NGOs, and it's got an evil agenda. The evil agenda is depopulation. This is what's behind all this garbage. Satan is behind all this garbage. Satan, like the Bible says, he wants to kill, steal and destroy. And he's using a couple of these scientists that are malformed uh to to carry this through. We want to talk about young people and their political uh, proclivities. We'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere.
0: Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Two-man
1: car, Soul Patrol, Jess Romero, Eddie Chavez. We're here talking, speaking the truth in charity. Two Catholics that love the Lord, love Our Lady, faithful sons of Holy Mother Church. And uh, we are here every single Monday. We are on duty for uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you know that fewer young people are identifying as Democrats? And this has Biden backers very concerned they're worried that they won't show up to vote for him back in 2024. <clears throat> These young voters, the article says here, are not becoming Republicans; they're becoming independents, far-left, progressive independents. Which that's not good, Eddie. That's because that's the the, that's gonna, the problem's going to continue. The Democrat Party has been headed for this split for a long, for a decade or more. The Bernie AOC wing of the party does not identify. With the establishment wing, I would consider any the establishment wing. Uh, Kennedy, what's the the guy that's running for yeah. president? Yeah, right. that would be more the establishment wing, the Kennedys. But go ahead and pick it up there. Pick it up from there.
2: Yeah, let's just keep this going. So it says, Joe Biden's Gen Z whisperer has a warning for the president: get going on addressing youth youth uh, youth youthism now, or it may be too late. Uh, John Della Volpe, one of uh, the Biden 2020 campaign pollsters, has issued these admi- admissions in briefings with the president's reelection team in conversations with top White House aides. Having analyzed youth voter data for more than two decades, he told West Wing Playbook that voters under 30 today are less likely to identify as Democrats compared to the spring 20, uh, to spring 2019. More consider themselves independents and fewer see politics as a meaningful way to create change. Wow. This is what you're saying, Jess. You know, it's it's not a better situation that they're not identifying as Democrats. This problem is going to continue to, 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 to get worse.
1: Yeah. The last three cycles saw historic levels of youth participation, and the cohort is as progressive as ever. But if these voters stay home in 2024, As a result of these shifts in attitudes, Della Volpe said it could doom the incumbent president and Democrats. Uh, From her lips to God's ears. She said, I feel like it's a responsibility to ring this alarm now when there's time to do something about it, said Della Volpe, the director of of polling at at the Harvard Kennedy School Institute of Politics. These voters got to buy into the values of the party and the candidates. And to appreciate the fact that politics can make a difference, you can't do that do that in a full week, in a full week ad buy after Labor Day. Biden has tried to placate these votes with policies on climate change and other progressive pet issues, but it's never enough. Expect the Biden team to respond to this by pushing ideas even further to the left. Yeah, I know one of the things that he wants to do, he's trying to go around the Supreme Court in some way, shape, or form, and he still wants to try to uh, f- f- pardon and forgive all the, uh, all the uh, tuition debt owed to the colleges and universities. He's still trying to buy their vote by dismissing uh, all, all the money that's owed back to the colleges from these young people, even though the Supreme Court slammed him and said he couldn't do that. He's trying to do an end run, but but it, I'll, I'll tell you the danger. This 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 danger that that I see. Now I'm going to talk about our church in particular. A lot of the the young people in our church. You'll you'll find that in a lot of these programs, the church leaders, the modernists in the church, they want to change our young people into social justice warriors, and not evangelize them. They 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 drive our kids away from the church. By, by just giving social justice homilies, uh, the, the Catholic schools. I, I mean, I've seen in elementary high school. I, I remember I could remember I, I look at the, 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 the student's handbook. It said this was 20 some years ago, uh, and I, I wasn't really sure what it meant back then. And now it's crystal clear. It says we are going to, to to help your kids become agents of change. So I looked up the word agents of change a few years ago. That's a communist term. It's a Marxist term. It's a socialist term. And it was inserted right into the handbook of the alley Archdiocese. When you send your kids to Catholic school, they want to make them Marxist. It's right there. That's the problem, Eddie, is that our our church in recent times, because of these modernists that are in charge, they're changing our kids from evangelizers, evangelists, disciples of Christ they're changing them. They're trying to convert them into social justice warriors. And uh, we, we got to recapture our, our Dr. Peter Crave said this. He said, if Christianity is to experience a renewal in, in the United States of America, it must recapture its essential identity. It must return to Jesus, not social justice.
2: Yeah, Jess, you know, we see uh, 90 or 100 new kids come in from different schools at confirmation every year. And I've noticed, Jess, that that as the years go on, because I've been doing this for over 25 years, but as the years go on, the the level of liberalism becomes greater and greater with every class. So wow. this, this last class, we had two, and, and this is in two classes, we had two kids that stood out that were that knew the answers to the tough questions Jess that that were able to stand up and and we used them to 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 uh, to be lectors at the mass because they knew their faith Jess they had been taught the proper way uh, and and guess what most of the other kids did not I mean we had more trouble this year with kids than I've ever seen and you know Jess I'll tell you what it's so beautiful to see the one or two that are, are mm-hmm. that are there and I'll, I'll 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 tell you what when you have those two representing the conservative side of Catholicism or the actual side of Catholicism what we really believe it's uh it's worth doing the work uh when you have to dismiss the other 75 or 80 kids
1: yeah yeah Eddie and uh, and it's yeah some of these people again it starts at the home evangelization a relationship with Christ it starts at home and uh it, it's the, the 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 RCA programs the confirmation problems that's just a supplement but if parents believe that that's going to be all that it takes for a kid to become a disciple of Christ no that's a supplement to hopefully what mom and dad are doing at home but Eddie I'll tell you there, there institutionally there are some people that are you know perpetuating this this problem for example uh, I saw an article of, 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 I think about two years ago uh, there's a uh, over in the in Brazil, it's uh, there's a Catholic priest, Father Luis Miguel Modino, very active in the in the in the state of Amaz- um, Amazon in Brazil. This priest has actually bragged that he hasn't baptized anybody in the Am- in the Amazon Brazil in fifty three years, and he, he's bragging about it. I haven't baptized any Amazonian Brazilian in 53 years. This is a flawed, a flawed, uh, view of evangelization. Jesus called us in Matthew 28:19 to make baptize and make disciples. Yet you have a Catholic priest that is bragging about not baptizing anybody in Amazon Brazil in 53 years. These are the problems. These are the modernists. Here's another problem. Again. Uh, there's a a, a a prelate that Pope, Pope Francis just elevated. This prelate to cardinal. His name is Bishop Americo Aguiar. He's from uh, Lisbon, Portugal. He's just been made a cardinal under under Pope Francis. Well, guess what? Guess what he just said. He just said that that uh, we don't want to convert the young people to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He's now a cardinal of the Church. Uh, elevated by Pope Francis, and he's saying that's not the goal of the church. It's not to convert young people to Jesus Christ. Eddie, we've got infiltrators, we've got Judas's, we've got imposters in the church, and I'm glad there's people like yourself, David Sewell my brother, myself. You know, VMPR. That we, we're the worker bees we know what jesus said and we're going to go out and do what jesus said and we're going to disregard the statement from these cardinals when they conflict with what jesus says a cardinal says don't convert young people to jesus and jesus says to convert them who are you going to listen to a, a priest doesn't baptize anybody for 53 years and jesus is baptized who are you going to listen to this is why lay people we got to roll up our sleeves and get involved in our parishes
2: you know, just I was gonna say when you mentioned the priest that hasn't baptized anybody in 53 years. Hey, there's a there's a reason for that because that guy's bishop hasn't hasn't uh, uh, got him out of there. I'd I'd make him I'd make his head spin so fast I'd get him out of the Amazon. <laughs> but now you're talking about a cardinal just that's doing it. And guess what? There's only one thing to be paid for that, and that's God Almighty will make sure that that cardinal is faces his judgment. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's not going to bode
1: too well for many. It's not nope. going to bode too well. Can you imagine? Uh, because Jesus says, To whom much has been given, much, more, much will be expected. You and me are going to be judged. We're husbands and fathers and grandfathers. Okay. So we have a level of, of patriarchy within our domestic church. But, but our pastors, my pastor, Father Friedley, your pastor, Father Garen, they're going to be judged even to a more strict level because they're, they're pastors of you know, thousands of souls in their parish. The bishop, is uh, he's the pastor of millions of souls in his diocese. So as you move up the pecking order, you have more responsibility. You have more to answer for. I would not want to be a cardinal standing before the Lord Jesus Christ and telling Jesus, you said to convert people uh, to you and to your gospel, and I said don't. Uh, that's not going to bode too well for him uh, and his exit interview, brother.
2: You know, just you have to conclude that these guys are evil they're demonic yeah they're going yes. against what christ almighty said yeah. that's that there's going to be a price to pay jess and i don't want to be anywhere near that guy when that happens that's
1: that's right stay away that's you know right. what uh yeah hey uh uh for woke liberal catholics the pursuit of salvation it's been replaced by social justice and by climate change and everything else well eddie that's a wrap uh great uh great uh talking to you this monday brother thanks for being on and, uh, and and writing and, 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 and shotgun, shotgun with me.
2: My pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. It was always good to be on duty, sir.
1: Yeah. And by the way, Eddie, I'm going to let the audience know. Next Monday, Eddie and me are going to start going chapter by chapter through the 12-part program, Father Ripperger's Methodology on, on, on Healing and Deliverance. We're going to start doing that on Monday starting next week. It's a 12-lesson course. And we're going to start going chapter by chapter on how Father Ripperger teaches people to to self-deliver or or deliverance teams to help people deliver from the diabolical. We'll start that next Monday, chapter by chapter. So uh, as for us, we're out. We're 10-7. We are out. Up next, stick around. Listen to Gary Machuda, Hands-On Apologetics, the big guy, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. Uh, That's for me and Eddie Chavez, EOW, end of watch. God bless you. Keep the faith. God bless you.